Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the third episode of the Believe in K-Pop podcast. I am your host, Emily Heidel, and we're just going to get right to it. Um, Last week, on last week's episode, I was like, there were five different K-Pop groups that came through LA, um, whether it was to perform or just, you know, come and stay and be. But uh, I was like, this is crazy. There's just so much going on, right? And I thought this week would be okay. And I knew Red Velvet was coming. Red Velvet, if you don't know, is a five-member girl group that is a part of SM Entertainment. And they have, they're kicking off their US leg of their Red Mare tour here in LA today, Thursday. Um, And Thursday, February 7th. And then they'll be here tomorrow as well. Thursday, Friday, February 8th. Um, so that's two days of them. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's just going to be them. I was severely wrong. This this weekend is going to have six different K-pop groups here. So there's Red Velvet, like I said. Um, Ide Hui, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that right, from the now disbanded group 101. And actually, he's a part of uh, the group, or he's a part of the same group that will eventually be uh, the same group uh, from the group that I met last week, MXM. Um, Ide Hui, he is here, um, and so is Eric from The Boys. Um, the Boys is a rookie group. They are both here in L.A. on vacation. Um, Blackpink who is performing on Stephen Colbert and Good Morning America next week. They will be here. They're also performing at Coachella, if no one knew that. Um, But they just happened to, for some reason, stop through L.A. And then Lei from EXO is supposed to be here walking the Grammy red carpet on Sunday. And then on top of that, to top it all off, uh, this is why I thought my weekend was going to be calm, because I didn't think BTS would be coming for the Grammys. But lo and behold... They're coming for the Grammys and they're presenting. And I'm sitting here like, what am I doing with my life? I am not prepared for anything. But that's okay because we will be prepared. Don't you worry. Next week's episode is going to be litty lit lit. I promise you. So that's crazy. Everything's crazy. And I have to, I feel like Blackpink might be here in L.A. for the Grammys. Because they need to, I mean, they might be working on some stuff, I'm sure, too. But they have to be in New York by Monday. And I'm sitting here like, well, they're here Thursday. Are they trying to swing through the Grammys? We'll see. I'm very interested to see what happens. Um, But aside from that, also, I don't know if he's still here, but he posted this photo yesterday, and this kind of segues into what our podcast today will be about. Um, Jackson Wang of GOT7 and Team Wang um, was here a few days ago. He got here, I believe, on Thursday or Friday of last week. And he's been here, and he posted a photo Yesterday with Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine, guys. That's a huge deal. Um, Obviously, music mogul, titan. And uh, he posted with it saying, um, new start. Whatever that means, I'm not quite sure. But it's just seeming like a crazy start to 2019. I'm excited, but you know your girl... 
I haven't said it, but I have a serious case of FOMO. So if I'm not there, we gonna have some problems at some point. So yes, that's what I have to say about that. But on top of it, you know, talking about Jackson Wang, like I said, today we're talking about GOT7. They are a seven-member boy group um, under the company JYP Entertainment. Um, and Jackson Wang, um, it's a very diverse group. There's Koreans in the group. There's Hong Kongese, which is what Jackson is. Uh, he's from China. Um, there are there's a Taiwanese American named Mark. There is a Thai man. I'm so weird to say that Thai uh, named Bam Bam. And I think I covered all the bases. So it's a pretty diverse group for a K-pop group. So um, it's interesting to kind of view them and see how they all mix together. But they're definitely an entertaining group. They kind of have the little boyfriend vibe that. Um, I like I liked that first, and I was like, mm, they are some attractive men. But I, I've stopped thinking that way. Not that they're not attractive, but, you know, I'm more professional now, you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's uh, that's who we're talking about today. And I love, I was able to have some lovely agases on, and I will explain what an agase is when we get into this episode. I hope you enjoy. Make sure you subscribe, um, like, and review, and make sure to, you know, let us know, let me know what you think at E-M-I-H-A-Y-D-E-L on Twitter and Instagram. So that's Emmy Heidel. And please DM me if you want to. If you know a fan that needs to be spotlighted, I will for sure look them up and see if they, I agree with you, okay? Um, But we are also on, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on TuneIn, and we're obviously on the Believe.com website. So you can find us on four different places as of now. We might be adding some more. But for now, it is time to listen to these agases. Enjoy! All right, guys. So we're back for another exciting interview with some more, uh, I would say, very dedicated fans. And they're dedicated. (laughs) They're like laughing like, you guys are dedicated. Yes. Um, Alyssa and Samantha, they I met them through choice. I feel like everything that I do now is through choice. Not really, but, you know. Sort of, but uh, I met them. They uh, are fans of the seven-member boy group, Got7. Um, their name for the fandom is I Got7, but when you say it fast, it sounds like Agase. Or it doesn't sound like it, but it's like Agase, which is another name for bird in Korean, um, and that has a lot to do with what's in the fandom. But they are extremely dedicated Agases here. <laughs> She's Samantha's like, bro, stop. Um, but I'm super excited to have you guys on. You showed me your, like, you have photo card books, yes. um, and you have three of them, and there are three almost full photo card books of, like, all the members of GOT7. There's just a JB one, but we'll get into all of it later on. Um, first of all, I want to know why you guys chose to be Agassiz. I found 2 p.m. first, and then I went to JYP Nation in Japan. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like, oh, a spur of the moment. Let's just do this. Mm. And got on a plane and went with no place to stay. And wow. Then, what was, okay, okay. And then I saw JJ Project, mm-hmm. and I saw Got7, and um, that was pretty much it. Like, Well, first, yeah, obviously it was, was JJ Project. For people who don't know, JJ Project is uh, Jin Young and JB, or J-Bum. Um, it's their, like project that they or you know album solo project that they did before got seven debuted um my question to you is obviously they had verse two come out um 
after I guess once Got Seven had debuted, where does JJ Project sit within Got Seven? You know, because I feel like there are a bunch of all the members have different things have you know that they have going on, but that's really the only subunit that we have going on. What is where does JJ Project fall? JJ Project is more of the mom and dad. The mom. That's what I heard. The, they're the, the parents. Yeah, the parents. Why is that? They're the veterans. Yeah. I'd okay. Say. They're the veterans in like the K-pop world. Okay. So. Oh. Our JYP, our JYP world. world. Yeah. Really. So then, since so they've been in it, mm-hmm. what two or three years before Got Seven, they debuted. Kinda, yeah, before they debuted, they're kind of like the. Yeah, the mom and dad. So why was JB chosen as the leader of the group? There is actually a hard carry episode that um, they invited a psychologist. Hmm. Yeah, and they analyzed like a fashion show that they performed and like different characteristics when they were tied together and they had to beat each other. Hmm. But um, they said that JB was one of the top, one of the best leaders. And that was like amazing hearing that from like, Someone else outside of our fandom just recognizing that that was that he was the leader. Yeah. Well, clearly segueing into that, and as you're, you're, <laughs> she's literally. <laughs> this is funny. All right. Before we get into that, I just want to give people kind of an overview of who God Seven is. Um, very diverse group. Um, they are Taiwanese American. Taiwanese American, Hong Kongese, and uh, Thai. Um, Hong Kongese, I don't know if that's the way to say it, but uh, very diverse group. How does it feel to be a fan of a group that's so diverse? Do you feel like you're getting a lot of cultures going on, um, obviously? Or, you know, what does it feel like between, like, standing like me, BTS, an all-Korean group? I think you meet, you meet a lot more people and you experience a lot more culture from other fans mm. that you didn't realize. It gives them like a bigger like fan base. Mm. They can branch out more. They can go to Thailand. They focus a lot on Thailand. Yeah. Um, is, so you, like, is it because of Bam Bam? Thailand loves them. Okay. Thailand like, loves in general, Seven. Thailand just loves God Seven. Mm. And the concert videos look great. They always have so much fun and that it's it would be a great they show. They seem to really go. comfortable in Thailand. In Thailand. Yeah. Is that where they it seems like they show the most personality, they give the best also, I found out that fan service doesn't mean. I've always thought fans. I know fan service is like, oh, when they like interact with each other. But I always thought fan service was like, fan, idol to fan, interaction. No, it's also like their social media. Okay. Like how much they post and mm. you know, what they do for fans and mm-hmm. showing their life and yeah, that's like fan service. Okay. I guess in the very cute. It is. No, it is. And I find that uh Yugium is probably the most vocal about loving I got seven. He or Agassiz. He like is always posting about Agassiz. He is our biggest Agassiz. Is he? Oh, is that the yes. <laughs> Yugium is the biggest Agassiz. I think people nickname him Yugs, right? People call him Yugs? Yeah, some people, yeah. Some. Some? Why why do you say that? Well, it, every all of them have a bunch of nicknames and it goes back into emo- emojis. Yes, okay, so can you explain the emojis okay. to me? JB, sometimes he goes, uh, sometimes people use a tomato because for some reason, for a while, he just ate tomatoes. There's strawberry. Okay. Because of his love for strawberry milk. Um, <laughs> palm tree. Okay. okay. Soul. Um, there's always a cat because he loves cats. Who? For him? JB. Oh, for JB, okay. Uh huh. Each member has like a list of, of different. Different emojis. Uh-huh. Okay, so Mark, you have a game controller. Yeah. Um, you have the chicken. Uh-huh. Oh, a rabbit. Yeah, the rabbit. The rabbit. 
He looks like a bunny. He does. What about who's the peach? Oh, is that Jin Young? It's Jin Young. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one. Yes. So that's Jin Young's like only emoji. Oh. It's kind of hilarious, but. <laughs> no, it is. Really? It is. I didn't know. Okay. Even for the other members, it's they they it's cozy his butt because like they yes. they they've all vocalized that he is a really. Yeah. Uh. He only needs one emoji. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> it's that obvious. Okay. Who's the snake? That's Bam. Bam. Why is he a snake? Bam in Korean is snake. Mm, okay. What? Who's the flower? The sunflower, that's Youngjae. Young Youngjae. Yeah, so they call him the sunflower. He's like the sun. He's like very, Happy, like the, yeah. giggly, smiley. Mm-hmm. He also does the moon. The moon. Oh. He's like a moon you, the song he Oh, does. okay, okay. And there's also the actual, an actual sun. Oh. You have the daisy. Sometimes it comes out as sunflower. Oh, okay. And that's Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay. He also okay. does um, the ant. Who's Jackson? Jackson's either a puppy or a crown. Yeah. Because of Wangae Park why do I feel like I've heard that? That's Jackson's kind of pet name he made for him in Jinyoung. He seems like he needs attention and he because he's just extra all of If that was the only thing, it, you can just watch in a God Seven interview, you will be like, whoop, there you will when we say Jackson, you might not know what he looks like. Just go pull up an interview and you're like that's who Jackson is, because that man is so extra. <laughs> He's so, so he, extra. I got into GOT7, mm-hmm. he was like the first one I noticed. Right. He has a very bold personality. Okay, yes, a very bold personality. Yes, that's a good way to put it. And he just doesn't really mm-hmm. care how he comes off. He's me. very loving and so sweet. Mm-hmm. And he tries to make the group laugh. Like, that's... Okay. He's, he's always making... Making sure everybody's okay. Okay. So when I think of the people that try to make sure everyone's okay, I think of, or not every okay, I can equate it to my thing. So like in BTS, J-Hope, it seems to be the person that's always like sunshine, da-da-da-da. But then people, if you're just like a fan, you start to realize that there's like another side that you just normally don't see. What is, who is the person in the group that comes off a certain way to people who are just like, oh yeah, like I've seen their videos, that's what they seem like. And then if you're a true fan that follows their stuff, who... Who has a different side? Shin Young. Shin Young. How so? You can tell in like certain videos where when he's when he doesn't notice he's being recorded, he's like joking and then like he puts on like a serious face, like, oh shoot, I'm being he recorded. He like lets go a little bit if he doesn't okay. like like behind the scenes. Okay. But like on camera, he's always very focused and he tries to make himself look Poised and yeah. put together. Yeah. We call him the perfect prince. You call him the perfect we prince? Him perfect prince. Perfect prince. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's super adorable whenever you whenever you see a video where he doesn't notice that he's being recorded. Mm-hmm. Where he's joking around with all the members and it's an appeal. Um, I think behind the scenes too, Jackson's another person who kind of has a different, like, he, I think behind the scenes he is a bit more quiet and laid back hmm. than he So he shows. turns it on. He has yeah. a very serious side that not a lot of people see unless you really delve into videos. If you really like look at different things you can't see besides variety shows. He shows like more serious sides in a lot of different shows. Well, have you watched all the V Lives? I've watched probably about ninety five percent of them. Oh my god. Have you? I've seen all of them, but I've been like slowly rewatching and I think I'm at um arrival. <gasps> And it started with uh, just right. Just it right. doesn't even start at the very beginning. 
Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Well, that's good. I feel like not starting at the beginning. My God. Um, so another person I think of when I read an article recently about him was Mark. Um, when I think of like personality, um, he said like, whenever I reveal my heart to someone, I cry. And they, I guess the members were recently getting on him about how like they, he needs to like show more emotion. And he was saying that he's trying to get to that point. So I think Mark shows a lot of emotion. Really? To, August to, yes. Especially during concerts. Like whenever okay. he does his ending met, mm-hmm. he pretty much always cries, Aww. but like not in a bad way, like mm-hmm. in a sincere like heartfelt, like he cares mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kind of way. Okay. Okay. Yeah, grateful. Okay. So okay, go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, it's just it's always it's yeah. It's 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 I think it's his dis not disbelief of he it's he finds it like super incredible that all these people are here to see them perform. Mm-hmm. They're they're flying all over the country just to see them. And mm-hmm. When he sees that, when he looks on the stage, it's like, mm-hmm. like Jinyoung said, the green ocean. Like mm. it's, it's, it's like overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's, he's overwhelmed. And like, I think that's why he says he's opening his heart to everybody. Oh, that's so cute. And for people who don't know what they mean by green ocean, the color of God Seven's light sticks, Aga bombs, uh, they're green. They light up as green. Um, so that's what that means. Um, I want to get back to what I was saying uh, as far as fan service, but more so like fan to, or idol to fan interaction at concerts. I don't know. I've only been to BTS concerts. Or I've only really observed BTS. Um, and I will say on, on the record that BTS isn't the best at like, like giving attention to the fans when they're in concert, from what I can tell, from being a barricade. However, God Seven is like a whole nother level that like it's I'm awed and I'm in awe every time I always see like JB like serenading like that video where he's like there's a girl sitting there and she's like, holy shit. And he's like in her face singing to her or like, yes. you know, they bring the fans up on stage or, you know, Mark's good about that. Like he'll Mark take is good. things okay. from fans and he'll wear their hats that they throw and their mm-hmm. headbands, even at fan signs. Mm-hmm. Mark will make sure he sticks on every headband oh. and he'll wear it for a, like a minute or two. Like he'll take pictures and he'll take it. Yeah. He makes sure he always, everything the fans give him, mm. he makes sure he wears or holds or right. does something with. Right. They always make sure at performances, whether it's awards or concerts, shows, anything like that, that all their fans can see them. They'll change their dances to be on one side for one part of the dance and the other side for the other. Mm. Or when they perform uh, Medi every, every day mm-hmm. at KCON, they actually performed it in a circle. So they all went around Aww. singing. Um, and you have, like, at concerts, they'll pick up your phone if you're, like, don't throw your phone. Right. Please don't throw anything at artists. Okay. Don't but, throw your phones or um, bras. <laughs> they'll reach out and get your phone, take a picture, or mm-hmm. they'll 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 jump down and they'll they'll come they'll come right next to you uh-huh. and it causes great chaos. But it's it's, it's so <laughs> great. Great chaos. Great chaos. Oh they my always God. make sure that every fan can see them. Okay. Their Thailand shows they have a cat. That's not really a catwalk, but a catwalk yeah, that goes like around catwalk. the entire arena. Okay. Oh, and wow. They'll, cook, they'll walk around the entire arena. Mm-hmm. So then who would you say is the best? You said Mark. I would say Mark and Bam Bam, in my opinion. Okay. Mark and Bam Bam 
are the best mm-hmm. at that. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. As far as Jin Young, I know he's obviously definitely an actor. Yes. It's very much his... Is that his passion, would you say, more than singing? Or is it just like another you know, side project? Side. Uh, Jackson, we talked a little bit about him, but um, just so everyone's clear. Yeah, Jackson sometimes promotes separately from the rest of God 7 especially when they're in Japan. He's not there. He's from China. And China, Korea, and I, I would assume maybe in some way Japan have... Uh, hard, uh, difficult political relations with each other. So um, sometimes the Chinese members specifically can't promote uh, in certain places, depending on that. And they can't have companies, like Korean companies can't be in China. And so Jackson, one of the members, has his own company. He's a company called Team Wang. He's featured with Gucci Mane. He's in like different like little solo songs. But right now, it seems like he's you know, going on his solo project or whatever, you know, focusing on that. He's on his way to LA right now, um, which you guys are very excited about. Any predictions on who he's going to collaborate and what he's going to do while he's here? In his in his Instagram story, there's a microphone and a flame. So I'm assuming he's here for, I don't know if it's recording yeah. or video shoot. Is that sad to you that he can't promote? The first, the first album that came out in Japan without him, I... It was, I thought it was hard, mm-hmm. but then now I've just kind of gotten, this will be the, this is the third album without mm-hmm. him, and it's kind of, I've kind of just, I just gotten used to it. Okay. Since he still does his own thing with his solo stuff, it's not like he's gone. Right. He's, right. Man is busy. Yeah. The dude is busy. I can imagine he, he like them don't sleep at all. And they were also all in uh, Milan, him, Mark, and Bam Bam. American yeah. Yeah, Bam Bam and Mark were there a few days before Jackson. I think okay. the day Jackson got there is the day the other two left. Oh, okay, I see. Okay. So are they, as a group, are those the three that are the most fashion or fashion forward? I would yes. say yes. yes. Yeah. Bam Bam especially. Bam Bam okay. needs to do fashion, Yeah. Think. Yeah. Okay. He just needs to have his own show where he's walking and wearing like everything. He needs to like. I think he should create a fashion line. That's my opinion. Really? Yeah. Okay. Dang. What's well? How would you describe his fashion? Is it like high beast? Is it like couture? Like couture? What? Is it really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's very. Mm. He likes dressy, mm. but like good. Like he looks good when he like. Is it flashy up. or sleek? Flashy, flashy can, or chic? Sleek. He can do both. Okay. Okay. He can wear really bizarre things. And <laughs> still look good. It's like, still look good. God Seven's like theme is like is what, what would you say? I feel like there's a difference between their their concept between Japan and Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they can experiment more in Japan. Their lately their concepts in Japan have been more sexy boyfriend type of things. Okay. They, some things they, they really can't get away with in Korea. Like, um, you have Angel, which is a very sexy band. Why wouldn't you be able to get away with it in Korea? Well, I mean, it would... I'm not saying distasteful, but in Korea, I feel they... In Korea, mm-hmm. I feel they're they're more trying to appeal to a bit bigger audience, to okay. expand their audience. And they, they're more pure, yes. more hmm. fun. If you take, like, the lullaby concept... Mm-hmm. For President, you and President 
you and me. Yeah. It's very, yes, kind of fluffy. Yeah. Miracle kind of, is very, yeah. yeah. Miracle is very pretty. Clean. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. And if you take like all, yeah, like New Era and then their New Japan album, mm-hmm. yes, it's more, I'm not risque, but I guess risque compared to like Miracle. Okay. Yes. Miracle is very G rated. Yes. I think also in Japan, they have a bigger audience that would still follow them if they tried different things. Okay. Versus in Korea, if they say, if they tried something that, that, that Korea is not used to, if they did angel in Korea, Mm -hmm. parents would not be like, so on board Mm -hmm. with younger kids listening to it. Okay. Versus, yes. Lullaby and oh, that sexy version of Lullaby that was, that was uh, really great. Though. Which one? Which version of Lullaby do you like the most? Um, Amer- uh, English, Korean, Chinese, or Spanish? See, I think I like the Chinese one. I like when they sing in Chinese. Okay. I I like the Korean version, and I think it's just because I can hear it more. Okay. Um, their Spanish is actually. It's actually done really well. That's what I, yeah. They, they do say that they, they don't even remember half of what they were saying. No. They, they remember how they would do so. <laughs> they remember, like, the very first line. Uh. But they don't remember a lot of their lyrics for the Spanish version. But and putting that on shuffle, you never know which version you're going to get. Okay. Okay. Uh, the other question I forgot to ask was um, about the, the Flight Log trilogy. Um the arrival, departure, sorry, departure, turbulence, and arrival. If people don't know what that is, basically, it's it literally is a trilogy and following a storyline having to do with God Seven. Um, it, I'm I'm confused by it. I know like the Agase, the bird is you know makes an occurrence in each and every one. Um, all se- six members die except for Jin Young, and they're trying to make sure that he stays on earth and like doesn't try to kill himself and commit suicide because he's no longer with his friends. What was, what was the point of all of that? Would you say? I, I don't think it's more commit suicide. I don't, they didn't want him to get lost. Mm, okay. Um, Alyssa did a great job of breaking my heart when she showed me a full video explanation from start to finish. Mm-hmm. So JB's driving. Right. And if you, if you actually do a look at the videos, you can see and all the teaser videos. If you put everything together, mm-hmm. it does make, a story mm-hmm. where how each member dies right like my heart yeah but like like there's a couple where they all go back in the like there's a scene in hard care where they're on the water mm-hmm. saving each and young and and each each video showed a different part and how it connected with the others and it was just a story and it kind of breaks your heart mm-hmm. and like you're like oh dang but um i think that was just a storyline that they really loved and um, why does where does that fit within God Seven? Like, why is that? What does it mean? Because I know with BCS, you know, their love yourself thing is about loving yourself ultimately. What where does Flight Log Trilogy fit? Don't give up. Don't give up. I think that was like the thing that I took out of the storyline, not per se just the songs, but I think the storyline and the story of the albums was don't give up. Some like things that will happen and. Just don't lose your way. Because um, things will be okay. Mm-hmm. And after that was um, JJ Project, and that was all, uh, an album all about finding yourself. Okay. And like finding 
the right path to choose mm-hmm. if you're lost or if you're confused like don't lose hope okay don't lose yourself in in your life I guess so and then seven for seven was the next seven album which is all about friendship and mm-hmm. being together but there's mm-hmm. seven necklaces so it's kind of like a yeah a segue continuing and a lot of people have fan theories of they're all reborn and they find their way back to each other oh wow and the whole video is them them coming from different places and then coming back together all as a team and they're all in white at the end so it's like mm. it, is, it's pretty it fits yeah. where does present you and present you and me fall into this those are presents to Augusta. So it's a that's completely different. It's completely different. Everything there's yeah, no like different. okay. Not even like lullabies music video. They're like in a dream. It's like a weird dream state sort of, right? Kind of. A lot like, of people, there's a lot of fan theories with like connections yeah. to all the videos. Some people say that even look has connections mm. to to um, to all the other videos that they've had, seven for seven, mm-hmm. flight log. But I mean Reading them is like, it's it makes sense, but they explain it in a way that makes sense. So you're like, you question yourself about it. But um, present me and you was they had explained it was a present yeah, to like right present to fans right right like when solo I, songs and stuff like that and exactly package was all their all their unit songs from their tours that we mm-hmm. everyone's been everyone's been waiting, waiting for yeah. right right. A lot of people were mad that Jackson came on Mark's song on their way. I can see that. I kind of do wish it was just Mark, but I see Jackson and Mark are also very close in mm-hmm. like a different way. And since I think Jackson helped write it, mm-hmm. I well, think I think it came from the story. the The song is about him working his way from where he where he started to going to a different place, being here. Yeah. So it's not just his story. It it. Technically, it's all of their stories, mm-hmm. but I think Jackson could relate to that more because you leave everything behind, and I think also Bandman relates to that. But you leave your your family, your home, everything you know mm-hmm. behind to go to a different tra- country, mm-hmm. train for who knows how many years because you never know when you're gonna debut. Mm-hmm. And like even what Bang Chan is same age as Bandman and Yuga, and they barely debuted with Straight Kids. Right, right. That's so weird to think. I just realized that. Wow. Yeah. Anjan and Yugi and it's cute to see old pictures of them together from when they were trainees. That's one thing I do like about Gata or uh, JYP. It seems like I don't know they don't really talk about twice, but like or it seems like, but everyone kind of supports like you know Jin Young was so happy about Stray Kids, was happy about Day Six, you know, mm-hmm. loves two p.m. Like whereas mm-hmm. like I never I don't see that much in other well, they companies. They to each other's shows, right? In, and they um, all they all train together. They have pictures of. The guys from day six mm. with got seven and with the straight kids, kid and mm-hmm. kids, kids, <laughs> straight kids, kids, kids. Oh, but, stray babies. Uh huh. Yeah, stray it's, babies. It's cute oh. to see them too when they're trainees all together, and then seeing them now, I just think they're really close because they all train together. Mm. Okay. So they've all known each other for you know eight nine years, even though they've all just debuted now. Right. They like grew up together. Right. We're in Seoul. Uh, the babies attended the last day at Seoul. Yeah. Mm. The stray kids came to mm. night three. Of Did they really? You, yeah. And oh. they, they were so, they were so hyped. It was so funny and amazing and cute seeing them being so supportive. That is precious. Oh, well, that's so precious. I know. I love seeing that. I, lo- I 
realize I didn't realize it until I was scrolling through Jin Young's Instagram and I was like, oh wow, he likes when Jin he Young posts when biggest. he posts on Instagram it's always about somebody else. It's never about he him. Never posts it's himself. never about him. Oh, that's it's usually problem. always about yeah, other groups or other friends of his, what mm-hmm. they're doing. He's the biggest JYP nation supporter. Really? Mm-hmm. I love it. But thank you guys for coming on and talking. <laughs> you get so cringy. You're like, oh my God, this sucks. No, you guys are good. Um, I felt like it was straight from the heart. So thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.